Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncie Mavasser and broadcasting live from Schlerko Studios in Muncie, New York. Number 1 In a significant international counter-terrorism operation, security agencies in Brazil in collaboration with the Israeli Mossad spy agency and global security partners, announced on Wednesday, November 8th, that they have successfully thwarted a planned attack orchestrated by the terrorist organization Hezbollah. The plot has been found to have been directed and funded by the Iranian regime, highlighting the extensive network of this terrorist group operating worldwide. The Mossad released a statement extending its deep appreciation to the Brazilian security forces for apprehending a terrorist cell acting on behalf of Hezbollah. The cell was planning to carry out attacks against Israeli and Jewish targets within Brazil. At a time when the world's attention is focused on the conflict in Gaza against Hamas, it is evident that Hezbollah and the Iranian regime persists in their global activities aimed at targeting Israeli, Jewish and Western interests. Anti-Semitism and far-right extremism are on the rise in Brazil. Police have been tracking the prolifer proliferation of neo-Nazi groups, while school shootings and stabbing attacks are also increasing. One, research, one researcher estimates that more than 1,000 neo-Nazi groups are operating in Brazil. Last month, the Brazilian Israelite Confederation received 467 reports of anti-Semitism, compared to 44 in October of last year. Hezbollah was collecting information on shuls and Jewish centers that could have been targeted in future attacks, according to Brazilian sources. They chose Brazil since it is known that it is relatively easy to secure falsified documents in that country and the proximity it offers to drug trafficking groups. Brazilian police confirmed that they had arrested two people on terrorism charges and thanked the Mossad for its help. There has yet to be any comment from Hezbollah or Iran. Number 2 the IDF said on Thursday, November 9th, that IDF soldiers operating in Gaza found a Hamas-operated weapons production and storage facility inside a residential building next to a child's bedroom. The facility was used to produce and store unmanned aerial vehicles and weapons, the IDF said, and was located near schools in the center of the Sheikh Radwan neighborhood in northern Gaza. Explosives and operational plans were found right next to the children's bedroom. Ibrahim Abu Magsib, the head of Hamas's anti-tank missile unit in the Central Camps Brigade, was killed in an Israeli fighter jet strike on Thursday, November 9th, Israeli officials announced. The terrorist is accused of directing and carrying out many tank, many anti-tank attacks against Israeli citizens and military members, and the IDF and the Israel Securities Authority determined that he was in fact killed in the strike. The Israeli Navy also struck Hamas anti-tank missile launching posts used to attack IDF troops operating in the Gaza Strip as part of the assistance offered to forces on the ground. As far as to the world's persisting questioning about Israel's plans for after the war, Israel says it does not plan to quote reoccupy Gaza nor control it for long following the end of its war against Hamas. A senior Israeli official made the comments to reporters on Tuesday, November 7th, speaking on condition of anonymity, that, quote, we assess that our current operations are effective and successful and will continue to push. It's not unlimited or forever, however. It's not Israel's intention to reoccupy Gaza or control it for a long time. The idea behind Israel going in militarily is to destroy Hamas's ability to threaten us, the official added, 
we understand that this will take time, and that even if we complete this phase of our military operation, we'll still have to take some action against their remaining military infrastructure. The statement comes after Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu raised eyebrows earlier this week by stating that Israel would control Gaza's security for a, quote, indefinite period following the war. Also, confirmed reports indicate that Iranian hacking groups did indeed launch cyber attacks against key Israeli companies in the wake of the October 7th massacre by Hamas in a further attempt at crippling Israel's abilities. Hackers linked to Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps targeted Israeli companies with ties to transportation, logistics, and technology, according to a new report by TheMessenger.com on Thursday, November 9th. The hacks were largely in the form of site outages, but they have also attempted to wipe data from Israeli computers. The continued hacking efforts have yet to yield any major successes for Iran, but it is yet another threat Israel needs to contend with amidst its war with Hamas in the south and Hezbollah's aggression in the north, not to mention sporadic missile fire from Yemen and pressure from the world to adhere to a UN ceasefire which would undoubtedly only benefit Hamas and not the supposed, quote, innocence they are claiming it is for. The U.S. has sought to deter Iran and its proxy terrorist organizations from joining Israel's war against Hamas, deploying an array of assets to the eastern Mediterranean and Iraq and Syria. Number 3 Congressman and fire alarm enthusiast Jamal Bowman blamed President Joe Biden's disastrous economic policies on Republicans. President Biden has taken ownership of the economy for some time now, not only insisting on calling it Bidenomics, but also he told Americans that everything is great. However, he realized just a bit too late that running on the economy was backfiring, as voters increasingly blamed their struggles on Biden and his policies. While the media is trying to hype Biden's economic record as, quote, successful, others are pushing the idea that any economic malaise the country is experiencing now is the fault of, you guessed it, the Republicans. During a recent appearance on MSNBC, Representative Jamal Bowman from New York, a member of the so-called squad, conceded that Americans are hurting in this economy, but insisted it's the Republicans' fault. Quote, no matter how much we're seeing the job growth and all of that, People are still struggling with affordability, and that's an issue we need to hold the Republican Party accountable for, he said. However, according to a recent Gallup poll, the GOP has achieved its highest standing on the economy in over 30 years, with 53% of Americans having more trust in Republicans than the 39% who say they trust Democrats. That's a 14-point advantage for the GOP on one of the country's most pressing issues ahead of an election season. The media's attempt to cover for Biden no longer work, as Americans' bank accounts tell a much different story than what the liberal media narrative is trying to gaslight people on. Nevertheless, Representative Bauman is insisting, I think Americans know they're better off financially than they were before. It's a fact, he concluded. Thanks for tuning in to the Top 3 segment live on Hako Radio, and have a great day.